Now the biggest story that you don't know about, or the traditional media won't tell you about, or that you may know something about, but this is definitely something you need to know more about, the biggest financial breakthrough of our time. And that of course is Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, and alternate coin. So without further ado, Crypto Mommy. So today on the Tom West Show, Crypto Mama, we will be interviewing today, and as we sit down and talk with her, she'll let us know about all things cryptocurrency, how she views it. Um, with that being said, without further ado, Crypto Mama, hello, how are you? Hi, Al, I'm very good. I want to thank you for having a show like this. I'm always interested in different ways to make money, so... I'm tuning in to you. I'm very glad to be here. Oh, we and we we're very glad that you're here. You know, we always wanted to um keep the people abreast on this the situations that goes on and this kind of, you know, fits right into the future, you know, for my opinion as I see it. I'm sure you, you know, you see it a certain way too. Um we, we couldn't be speaking at a better time. <laughs> right, right. And with this show being cryptocurrency, um, you being someone that's familiar with uh, cryptocurrency, right? Well, I, I like to view myself as the blue collar trader. So indeed, I, I do trade Bitcoin. I do hold Bitcoin. I'm enamored of Bitcoin. I, I hope other people who need it want to get into it. Uh, but Again, I'm the blue collar trader. You don't need to be a genius. You don't need to be a Harvard MBA. You don't need to be a big finance guy. You don't need to be a crypto YouTuber. This is something that's friendly for everybody. And the uh, the mainstream news, they don't really tell us that. So I'm glad we're doing this show. Yeah, definitely. So in the position of just speaking in cryptocurrency right now, which currency, which cryptocurrency do you see just outstanding, like being the biggest one? Because there's a lot of coins out there, right? I think it's cyclical and some, you know, different ones are up at different times. So I think that people who have an interest in Bitcoin, uh, they can't go wrong you know, taking more steps into it. I know when I wanted to start, I was kind of intimidated by Bitcoin. Even though I had traded other things for 25 years, it was a whole new thing to me. So it's easy as just getting your feet wet. Uh, th this is not financial advice. This is not trading advice, but maybe somebody out there who is seeing what's going on, they might think, hey, I'm too late. Well, if you read a few articles, if you understand what the blockchain is, if you understand what Bitcoin's going to do for the world, you quickly realize you're not too late. Bitcoin is in its infancy right now. You couldn't be coming in at a better time. You, you're not too late at almost 20,000 now. You probably wouldn't be too late at, at 30,000 or 50,000. It's uh, truly the, the early years of this market. So do you see, I'm sorry to cut you off, do you see no. cryptocurrency going to, well, Bitcoin, as it is now, it's almost 20 grand. Do you see it? 20 grand USD. Do you see it going to 30, 50 grand in the future? Near future? 
you know, I don't know if I want to make price predictions on here, but yeah, definitely. I mean, just smarter people than me read about it on the internet and even your newspapers now hear what hedge funds are saying, hear what the head of banks are saying about where Bitcoin is going, hear about what the head of PayPal is saying about where Bitcoin is going. They're not talking about $20,000 or $50,000. They're talking about $200,000, $300,000, maybe a half a million or a million dollars. But we're just looking into the the short term here. But yes, uh, I don't think I, I love the market because I don't see anywhere else where we can get returns like this. I'm always happy for my friends who trade stocks. They'll be very excited. Well, you know, this or that stock, they bought it at 21 and it's now 36. And uh, that's, you know, about a 30% gain and awesome. You know, that's awesome for you. Right. Mm-hmm. How long did that take? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's four months. Right. Well, times in four months, I'm doubling the size of my account in the crypto market. And, um, we working everyday people who want to create our own pension plans. Crypto is really the only way that I can see that we could do it uh, and be in charge of our wealth. Real estate is great. If you run into a problem, you can't pack up your real estate on your back and take it with you. But crypto's portable. I see crypto as the store of wealth. Uh, That's what what was leading into that. Exactly. So when you brought up the PayPal, you know, what the executives of PayPal are talking about when it comes to the numbers they think Bitcoin will go to. In reference to that, I'm assuming that means that, um, which I think, you know, most people know, we're probably going to run into a situation where currency is digital, right? No more cash, probably. No more fiat currency. Probably, uh, but who knows? And it probably doesn't even matter, I would say, because the fiat currency, they can keep doing what they're doing, devaluing their base. Uh, We want to have a place to store our value. Uh, As far as the the PayPal executives are concerned, that whole PayPal thing, you know, it's crypto and it's not crypto. Uh, I love PayPal. It's a, you know, it's a great service, but what they're doing, they are being, they will sell people crypto, but it's still PayPal's crypto. You can kind of use it. Mm -hmm. So you're not really owning it. And it's great for the Bitcoin community. It's going to get us more adoption, uh, which just makes Bitcoin all the more valuable. But that really isn't a solution to for blue collar people, for average everyday people who want to build their own pension plan, because it, at the end of the day, that really is PayPal's coins and not yours. Right. So Bitcoin. So I would say currency dollars it used to be backed by gold, right? Until seventy something, Dick Nixon took it off, and then after that, you talk about fiat, sure. Yeah. Fiat, yeah, yeah, and then we all we all know the problems we're in with that, right? Right, yeah, we all know the problems. And then oil, right, would be the next one, right? Dollar was backed by. So, when you speak, when I speak in reference, or when we're talking about cryptocurrency, Bitcoin in particular, what is what would Bitcoin be backed by? What would make it? What's actually making it a stored value of wealth? Or how can you store your wealth in that or currency? What makes the price inflate? 
Okay, they're complicated questions. Let me try to see if I can answer this in a in a general way. If you want to look more into the math that makes Bitcoin valuable, there's even some uh, YouTube videos that try to put a simplistic formulas uh, formula to that. There's a guy I think he's called Kiefer Kerr. Uh, he makes a nice, I don't want to say dumbed down, uh, he makes a, an explanation that I kind of delved into that I began to understand and and could expand on. And I I would say it's not, it's not the most um, relevant thing for our conversation here, because I'm hoping we can put out in a little bit of time that we have some practical steps that people can take if they want to get into Bitcoin. Again, not as financial advice, not as trading advice, as entertainment. Right. Could, uh, could you just give but, us but, like, but, you know, to, like a synopsis yeah. of what that might yeah. look like? But to get back to your Bitcoin was invented by, you know, this this fictitious character who most people look at as a group of programmers who created a network that is closed. What makes Bitcoin valuable is its its finite status. There will only ever be 21 million coins. Mm -hmm. They say at least um, maybe four to six million are lost already. And uh, there's only probably going to be another three million mined. I believe after 2030, there'll never be any more Bitcoin mined. And the reason why, uh, w- without without me being a programmer or a scientist or to tell you the reason why there can't be any more, and again, please look into this uh, more technically, more scientifically, is uh, in these computers, they have nodes. The nodes only have so many spaces, and the spaces have to be occupied Uh, To occupy them, you have to do a certain amount of programming work. Uh, And that programming work, it it fits into a a piece of time and you can't you can't push any more work into that piece of time, Mm. if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the way the math that they structured, that's always only ever be 21 million coins. Right. And so what is so powerful about that is. All of a sudden now we can take away from the government uh, their ability to control our money. Nobody controls the money because there's only ever 21. There's only ever, you know, no one can expand the money supply and make the money that we're holding worth less. Uh, so it, it that's what keeps making Bitcoin go up and up and up. When people want to store their value in the Bitcoin, it's not going to go down because we're not going to just print up a bunch and give it to our friends. I mean, we love it when they give the stimulus. They give you a $1,000 check, $1,200. It's all great. But they give their friends a big pile of money. And every time they give you that little $1,200 check, you don't realize they give you that in your hand and they're standing behind you and giving you a kick in the you know where because whatever little money you have in the bank is now worth a lot less Mm -hmm. because of the printing press that they have. So there is no printing press for Bitcoin other than 221 million coins. That's what makes it valuable. Right. In a nutshell. In a nutshell, right. The finite nature of it. Mm-hmm. So, and and in your opinion, what would be the uh, best way of going about actually purchasing? You can get into that a little bit. Uh, 
I think by now, pretty much a lot of people, I won't say everybody, but a lot of people are convinced now that Bitcoin has value. You have seen a lot of the bankers, um, uh, people, people like Jamie Dimon kind of yep. flip up about what they, you know, first it's a scam and, and he, you know, I, I think he's always been with Bitcoin. He's always said it was a Goldman scam. Sachs too, actually. Yeah, come on. Yep. but they but they have a big division mm-hmm. that that works in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So I think really he talks out of two sides of his mouth. He says it's a scam, and the other side of his mouth, he's putting in orders for Bitcoin. So while he's telling you Bitcoin's bad, he's loading up his bags, as they say. When you can go get Bitcoin, we call it you know loading up our bags. He's loading up his bags. Just like all the other rich people are. So, um, right. I'm, I'm sorry. I got to um, take more drink. <coughs> I'm up in the dusty uh, second floor. Here, trying to be quiet. Well, it's probably a good reception up there, I think. Finally. So, um, in reference to when, like, gold and silver. About, I'm sorry. Let's go back to how the people get the, the Bitcoin. Do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go back to that. Okay, so I don't think that we have to spend too much time talking about the value of Bitcoin. Bitcoin was on the front page of the Wall Street Journal today. Finally, uh, the world is embracing Bitcoin, so we all kind of want some. Mm-hmm. I think people get the surge. Okay, Bitcoin costs twenty thousand dollars. I don't have twenty thousand dollars, but of course, you can buy a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. Um, again, not trying. Trading advice, not financial advice. Uh, I think a lot of people will start with Coinbase because it's one of the bigger companies. It has a, what did they say, a user-friendly interface. Yes. They make it easy. The uh, The fees are not outrageous. It also uh, reports to the IRS, right? Which is which is huge, right? Well, let, let, let's, let's hit that next. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Coinbase, it has a partner's company that's set up called Coinbase Pro. And when you want to go buy some coin, some Bitcoin, uh, probably it's a good idea to make an account for both, uh, both sides of their, uh, their operation, Coinbase and Coinbase Pro, because they give you a better deal on the fees and sending the Bitcoin out, kind of like you buy it on Coinbase then you send it to Coinbase Pro because then you have less fees when you send it out. Right. There's probably other more complicated things that you can do to have less fees, but for someone just starting out, I think that's ideal. The point that you hit about, uh, about, yeah, do do they have what they call KYC factors? Yes, they do. Uh, But the trade-off for that is you, you 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 can pretty much trust them. So the KYC is know your client. That's something the U.S. makes them do. So when you open up your Because we all talk account, about cryptocurrency, right? So when we talk about cryptocurrency, we tend to think of uh, a value of money, or, you know, a value of something that the government should not have a hand in, right? That's what we usually see. But I guess when you use platforms, this is the way we have to go about it, right? Well, I think you could get more... You know, uh, hypothetically, anonymously, I think you could get more sophisticated about it as you go along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want to tell people how to how to get their foot wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And, you know, it's a trade-off. I mean, do you want to, when you use people who use that KYC, know your customer, uh, there's more trust there than the people that don't have that. Uh, uh, and also, I mean, does the government attach your Bitcoin to you forever? Uh, you know, are you taxed in the year that you buy it? Uh, what if you sold it then? If you know what I'm saying. And maybe you sold it to your your own little bank. And maybe after that, it's, it's yours forever without uh, anybody looking over your shoulder, so to speak, for entertainment purposes, if you're following me. Right, right. Yeah. Since we were getting into the government space about how they would... um tax this and um, regulation. So the government in general, I mean, I guess we've seen the Bretton Woods, which this seems like there's going to be one world currency. They're going to come up with some digital currency. Now, with that being said, I'm pretty sure, or I don't know if I'm sure or not, but it's not going to be Bitcoin. So when it comes to the future of Bitcoin as United States government, the play for the government would be to discontinue that, right? Or disrupt that much as they can, which will probably be, I don't know, stopping retailers or stopping, you know, uh, finance facilities or whoever from actually accepting Bitcoin. Um, you know, f- for you and me and for anyone else or anyone that wants to think about it, uh, uh, it wouldn't bother me a bit if they do it. I don't really uh, look to the day to go spend my Bitcoin at the the coffee shop or at the Macy's. Uh, for me, the Bitcoin is a store of value. Again, if I need to leave this country for some reason, that's the way I take uh, a large portion of my wealth with me. Right, right. So I, you know, when I get my Bitcoin, I'm not looking to I, people say, well, we take Bitcoin. That's like, no, fine. I'll give you some of this fiat here. I'm, I'm trying to get rid of, uh, you know, my Bitcoin staying in the ledger mm-hmm. or it's staying on an exchange so I can make more Bitcoin. Uh you know, if the central bank wants to make a digital uh, coin, great, let them do it. You know, let them print up as many much of that as they want to. We know their track record with uh, as far as handing out and um, distributing currency. Right. Also, look how long it's taken Bitcoin to be trusted and adapted. I mean, we already don't trust them. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're talking on such a high level. Let's go up back down there to the people who just want to know how to do this, maybe. So we talked about the Coinbase and the Coin Pro. Yeah, I guess maybe we should throw you, blockchain in there too, huh? I guess while we had it, maybe. Um, uh, well, technically. Well, <laughs> I mean, I know it's a lot. It's, it's a lot to devolve, but I guess we can we can get back into uh, Coinbase. I guess, you know, that the main thing for people who lay people, blue collar people who want to know about the blockchain, chain, the blockchain is celebrated for uh, its security. So that's why people love Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a slow blockchain network. So would you bring up something else? There's this other um, faster network that kind of works things you can't do on Bitcoin, you can do on Ethereum. So when you asked me before, what what coin is the one to go with? I mean, at any given time, you may want to go with the most profitable or the one where the money is flowing in the most. But again, let me let me regress and let me go back and just talk to the people who say, I'm I'm curious about cryptocurrency and how in the world do I get involved? So 
you're joining Coinbase, I would say, for entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. You're also doing the Coinbase Pro so that you can get better fees. You know that you do have to uh, give them, an, you know, take a picture of an ID for that. Uh, and so now you have an opportunity to get Bitcoin. Maybe you want to put it on a broker platform so that you could have an opportunity to get more Bitcoin. Yes. Is that something like a trading platform? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they'll talk about leverage trading, which kind of sounds scary, but it's not, it's not the same as like a commodities or a Forex uh, trading on margin. Like maybe if I want to trade Forex, I can probably go somewhere and lay down $25,000 and uh, they'll give me 10x and I can uh, trade like I have $250,000. Right. And when I got into when I got into crypto, I thought, well, hey, is that what they do? Wow. And if they do, how do they control it on a fast moving new market like this? But it, it's not like that. When they say leveraged trading, the leverage comes in. And uh, this is a little hard to explain to people who don't trade. But let me give you an example. When I trade, I usually trade with no leverage. Uh, let's say I have $1,000 and I open up a trading account. And I just want to keep doing to keep it long because Bitcoin just keeps going up. I don't know anything about trading. Uh, when, you know, I, when, it's, when there's news set to come out or when I hear people on uh, YouTube talk about that there's going to be a breakout to the upside and that there's some confirmations. And then I hear their next video that says, we got the confirmation. I'm putting in the long. Okay, great. I'm going to put in along with you, mm-hmm. Mr. YouTube trader, man. So uh, a lot of times you're told to, you can only trade with money that you can afford to lose so a lot of and maybe if you're doing stocks you're trading with 10 percent. but this thousand dollars that's not my network that's money i can afford to lose so i may take a thousand contracts uh for bitcoin long and i will usually just use no leverage because for me i'm in it to win it and i'm not i'm not using a stop loss so the way I could lose the money is there's a liquidation price. Mm-hmm. And if I have not used any leverage, my liquidation price is going to be pretty far away. Say if I go in long at $18,000, my, my liquidation price might be something like uh, $10,500. Mm-hmm. So probably Bitcoin's not going to go from $20,000 to $10,000 unless there's Armageddon or I don't know China invades us or something like that. Yeah, and even that's then, a possibility, have, right? Yeah. Well, and even then I don't have to lose my money because I could probably deposit a little bit more money, okay? Because even though that's a even trade, the brokerage still isn't going to let me ride that to zero if the market goes down because they have they incur costs mm. having it there, you know. That kind of thing. So that's why they're going to cut you off at some point. Right. Uh, however, if I wanted to use, uh, people say, well, I put on a, a 10x leverage uh, trade. Then only $100 of my money would be at risk. But my liquidation price might be uh, 
I might have gone in at 18 and my liquidation price might be 16,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm risking less money, but the, the, uh, the brokerage, the, the platform is risking less uh, short. They're going to cut me off shorter. So, uh, so being that this is it's technical, well, I won't say it's technical, but it's definitely trading. The average person, when it comes to Bitcoin and when it comes to leverage trading, as you speak of, it would probably, is there a good idea for someone to buy and hold, say an investor? Or should an investor invest yeah, in yeah. someone that was trading? Okay, so, uh, you know, I, I don't think you can go wrong buying and holding Bitcoin, Ethereum. Uh, the, the talk is, even from people like Jamie Dimon, they talk about it going to the moon. I mean, it's, it's definitely increasing in value because of the fundamentals, because we all need a place to store our value. But as I come on here, I'm trying to maybe let the average blue collar people know that this big trading thing that you do, they'll say, well, don't open up an account unless you're an experienced investor. Okay. You can become an experienced investor pretty easily. Back in the day when we would trade commodities or Forex, uh, what they would, you know, when you want to practice trade, they call that paper trading Uh, with, with crypto, they call it test net. So all the brokerages have a, uh, a play platform that you can go on there that you can test your trading setups before you actually risk real money that you can get used to the platform. I don't think a lot of people know that. Right. Yeah. Um, Most people don't know that, especially when it comes to trading actual Bitcoin. So as I see it, if you're trading Bitcoin and you and you're leveraging it, which is sounds a little similar to the stock market, other than the fact that you um, I guess your forex is not as um, you wouldn't have, you just don't have to leverage as much, right? As if you traded a commodity, and yeah, I, I've tried to explain it, um, and maybe it's hard for people to follow if they never trade, but yes, commodities and forex trading and that. Uh, trading margin, as they used to call, and you hear about people getting a margin call, or you know their account being you know liquidated in in you know I don't know twenty minutes from the brokerage, and you lose all your money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, it can be very high risk, high impact trading, and in the crypto world, even they you know they're obligated. They have to say you know don't open this account unless you're an experienced uh, investor. And I think to the average Joe that that's like, well, I'm not experienced and, you know, I, I don't work at a bank and I, I don't uh, take trades at the hedge fund. And uh, so, you know, I, I can't open an account there, but you can become an experienced trader in that what I tell you, this leverage trading, it sounds scary, but there's really not a lot of leverage to it. The leverage that you... you you know, when we do it with margin call, we're doing it so that we could make more out of our money. So I can use $25,000 to trade $250,000 and I can try to inflate my money. But in, in these crypto platforms, leverage, tra- leverage trading is not margin trading. You're using the leverage to, um, 
safeguard your stack, in other right. words. Mm-hmm. So that's a way to reduce your risk on the trading. So so we we kind of accelerate our risk in, in margin trading, but leverage trading, you decrease your risk. And the, the name of it doesn't sound like that's what it is, but that's what it is. Right. And I, I never knew that or figured that out until I dove into the pool and found out what this leverage trading was. I thought maybe I could give them $25,000 and trade like it's 250. No, no, no. But that's fine because uh, I like this kind of trading much better. I can sleep at night. I don't have any ulcers. Right. Uh, the other way, uh, you, you'd make some good money until you didn't. So I blew up a lot of accounts like that. I uh, There's a big power that can come from trading where you don't have to lose like that. And you can do a lot of trading. Again, not trading advice, not financial advice. But I can see for myself that in regular trading, it's kind of a given, you know, there's going to be losses. Uh, if you trade 70 or 80% positively, you're doing really great. Here, since July, I, I opened up a new account. I had, and it's a bull run. So you don't usually get this many good trades, but I've had more than 150 trades and they're all winners. You're, I, you, I can't do that in a Forex market. I can't do that right. in a stock market. Uh and one of the reasons why you can do this is because you're right in the infancy of something that goes up, up, up. Right, right. So with that being said, just getting back to actual Bitcoin and getting back to there's only 21 million Bitcoins, right, ever being mined and maybe another three, right? But then there's like four or whatever, maybe five million. That's I think there's been off. 18 million that's been mined and three million more that's going to come out between now and uh, 2030. Now, the problem with that is Bitcoin is getting very competitive. Please, whoever wants to jump in, let them jump in now because uh, the last bull market, it was all retail people. It was uh, programmers who knew about Bitcoin. It was, uh, you know, kind of people people on the edge like that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, people who somehow found about, about it. And then you know, a little bit of what they call retail FOMO, a little fear of missing out because I heard my friend made so much in the crypto. Right now, you're competing with all the big boys. I mean, they, they have something called grayscale. They have something called micro strategies, big, huge billion dollar PayPal who are just stepping in and buying all the Bitcoin from the miners, putting incredible uh, buying pressure on the Bitcoin, our opportunity for the blue collar people to get a full Bitcoin for themselves expires a little bit every single day as all these rich people come into the market. You're not too late, but you need to come in now. You need to figure out how to how to buy it, you know, how to trade it on a brokerage on a on a platform, where to get your information. Uh, I can't even believe, you know, when I I traded Forex and commodities, they didn't have YouTube. They didn't have uh, just videos that I could watch uh, to learn how to read a chart or how to make a trade set up. I had to go to to workshops that were $2,000, $3,000. I had to go get a 
a private mentor for ten thousand dollars. The uh, the information that is available out there right now is incredible. Uh, trades are usually done on something called well with the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Our fundamentals is that you know that fiat sucks and that Bitcoin's a great store of value, better than gold because. If I want to leave Argentina at the border, they'll take my gold right off me, mm. but they don't know anything about my that, Bitcoin. I understand because that's really, that's, that was kind of my thing. Going along the lines with that, like you said, with the gold or silver, right? As we go into the, um, as we go into this dollar crash, looks like the gold, right? Goes up, gets more. So some people are claiming, like Jim Ricketts, that gold will be, I don't know, 20, 15,000. But who knows what that really means with inflation, right? That can mean anything. In another Plus five it sounds like wishful thinking to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he has a whole chart because I guess he used to be, uh, he used to work for the economics department. But if gold does go to that 20000 and that 15000 um, inflation may catch that. You know, that $15,000 today, that's uh, maybe worth, um, who knows, that 20000 maybe still 15000 you know, just because of inflation, the way it rises. But yeah, the fact that you can't, carry gold or silver you can carry it but like how much can you actually carry or how much can you store if you do need to go to uh, a different country right or if you need the border i love bitcoin i i know you or i i love gold i know you love gold if somebody wants to give me some gold sell me some gold cheap of course i'll buy it but it's not bitcoin <laughs> it's... and again when it when when gold is twenty thousand dollars what do you think bitcoin will be probably eight hundred thousand dollars that's true. That's true. That That's what speaks of to the people that when you say you should get in now because the pressure that's being put on it, it probably is. I don't see it coming back down. I mean, we can always have a market correction, right, where, where we can have a sell off. Right. But that's only for the uh, the big. You call it a market dump. I call it a discount. OK. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's only for the <laughs> sharks. That's only for the people that know to come in and buy cheap. Right. Or buy it for less. Right. And ride it back up. Pretty much right, and ride it to wherever it's going to yes. go. And, you know, it, uh, bears have been trying to push it down, and I'm not saying it can't have a pullback, but most of the time lately, when it's been pulling back, buyers just run right in and, and jump on it. Uh, I don't, I don't see that stopping. It, it, any pullbacks, a lot of times, again, this is for entertainment purposes and. I really don't have concrete proof of this, but I kind of know this. Anytime there's pullbacks, uh, a lot of times it's orchestrated by by maybe some of these platforms, by Bitcoin whales, which is another thing. Uh, when I was trading Forex or stocks, I really couldn't get a lot of information about uh, about what big people were doing with their money. By the time that information was out, it was old news. The, right now you can go on a lot of websites and look at what the whales are doing or, or how much Bitcoin is leaving big addresses. So you can kind of get away of the wind, wind blowing. But a lot of times when you see these dumps, it's not a loss of value. It's, it's wealthy people, it's powerful people wanting to accumulate at a better price. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. And with with a lot of those breadcrumbs being left behind, sometimes you think, uh, is it really a cryptocurrency? Which doesn't mean that you can't um, that you shouldn't store it. It just means that because it leaves a because it leaves a huge breadcrumb, there are going to be capital gains, right, paid on this, or 
or there may be a way in the future to actually, uh, you know, exchange this into uh, another asset, which I guess we don't know yet, right? Again, yeah, um, I can't give trading advice, financial <laughs> advice, accounting advice. Uh, all I can say is with the phenomenal gains that you can make, I don't think you're going to be too worried about having to pay some taxes or, or, or capital gains. It's better than never having got into this uh, fast moving money maker at all. And again, also, you know, there's probably other things that you could do that you will become privy to as you join the community, as you follow uh, different influencers and the social medias and the Twitters and the, and the YouTubes. I, I don't need, as I was saying before, the trades are done by fundamentals and also by technical analysis. Uh, a lot of the technical analysis for Bitcoin is pretty simple. It's one, two or three, maybe four steps because the market moves so quick, but I really don't, I hardly read charts myself anymore because I have seven or eight influencers that I just, uh, they might have a talk on YouTube. It's all timestamp. And I just go right to the timestamp where they talk about what they see on the chart. And I do that for seven or eight people. Uh, I look at the chart a little bit myself. I kind of get of a consensus of who I agree with, who I don't. A lot of times we're all saying the same thing. And I kind of know what kind of trade I'm going to be looking for to execute in the near future. So uh, the amount of information that is out here is incredible. That's definitely, that's definitely true. I did have, uh, before we close up, there was something else that I was um, thinking about or asked. Let's say if someone was, uh, say if you had an investor, right? They were looking to invest in Bitcoin, but they were strictly just, you know, an investor and they weren't looking to actually hold Bitcoin or, or store it, but they were looking to invest with a, a Bitcoin trader or whatever the case may be. And they wanted to just dump 50, 60 grand and just let it sit. What would your advice be or what's, what would your opinion be? Even though we know it's not financial advice. Well, I mean, I know, I know how busy people can be. So maybe they just don't have time to watch over it themselves. I mean, I'd probably want to watch over it myself if I were them, even if they are time pressed, just because this is the wave of the future. And uh, right now this market's not that complicated. And, uh, but there are brokerages that'll have, um, I think Phoenix is one where uh, a lot of the new ones have this, where they have the, the best, the best traders on the platform, uh, they'll be ranked and you can invest money with them and you can get a certain, you know, whatever the account makes, they get a little piece, you know, the, the platform gets a little piece and you get some percentage and that way you're not watching the charts. You're not doing the trades yourself. You could do something like that. Is there any way to get around a broker? If you, if you, if you have, if you have yeah, that much? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Okay. That was yeah. So that was um, that was the question. So as we although I still I would encourage that person to just look into it a little bit themselves. They they probably fall in love with the market like I have. Right, right. So with that being said, it's a great interview, and um, hopefully you'll be back and you can be our resident uh, Bitcoin analyst or you know 
those sort of things. If you could help us out, you know, maybe a couple episodes down the line and just give us your opinion. I know this is not financial advice, but uh, this is great advice for the average Joe. This is great advice for really whomever, you know, as you can see, everybody from a PayPal, a billion dollar company, right? All the way, all the way up to the average Joe just trying to make some money for his pension, her or his pension can actually get into this type of market, especially when it's the wave of the future. I mean, if you don't believe that, I mean, just, you know, you can just read a little bit and just look, you know, of what's going on now. Um, like you said, today was on the Wall Street Journal, right? Bitcoin? Correct. And maybe I can just uh, summarize a little bit here again for our entertainment purposes. Maybe a beginner, they might want to get the Coinbase and uh, slash Coinbase Pro account to uh, actually get their their uh their bitcoin to start out with that bitcoin they might want to look at some of the the influencers influencers on youtube if you put in bitcoin probably the top eight people that come out most of them are pretty sharp they all have uh, affiliate links in there for the platforms i mean i have an affiliate link but they give those guys nice bonuses to give to people so before i'd open up the platform account I'd go to one of those influencers and get their their um, affiliate link so I can get maybe another $100, another $500 in the account to, as a bonus, depending upon how much money you're going to deposit to begin with. Then I would just kind of chill. You're a beginner. I would open up a, uh, a testnet account. Bitmex has one of the best charting and, and testnet accounts to kind of practice on. One thing that you have to think about if you're in the U.S., you need to use a VPN to go on the platforms, which probably if you use if you're doing anything with crypto, again, you want to be anonymous about how many coins you're buying or the fact that you're interested in this. And you also want to use a VPN uh, just for safety. Uh, They're probably about 50, 60 bucks a year. Good money just for your banking information, et cetera. Uh, okay, so you, you got your Bitcoin from Coinbase, Coinbase mm-hmm. Pro. Uh, you've got your affiliate link from uh, big influencers who make sense on YouTube. Uh, next time I come, I could probably talk about some of my favorites. You got that affiliate link so you can get a little bit more money. I'd say my favorite platform is Bybit, B-Y-B-I-T. And once you get set up like that, you probably want to delve a little bit into uh, trading setups and charting and also just maybe listening to the to the influencers. A lot of them will give you tell you what trades they are going in. And I watch them. Those trades make money. These these guys, they're not like um, like the, the big guy on CNBC that tells you buy this and buy that mm-hmm. in front row you and and that's talk mm-hmm. dumps mm-hmm. You, you, uh, we all know who i'm talking yeah, about we all, yeah. let's not yeah <laughs> let's not do that but yeah we all know who you're talking about exactly <laughs> these guys are you know they're just programmers that you know got wealthy seven eight years ago doing this and uh they make a lot of money from the brokerage with their little affiliate link so they're more than happy to put out the good content for you uh and practicing so that way you know the the you know the platform and you're not intimidated by this you have to be a uh an experienced investor you can go get your experience you can listen to the smart people who are talking about this right now and you can practice 
And everything that I told you today, I had to lose money and pay money to, to learn and to share with you. So I hope some people put it to use. As far as coming back, I'd love to come back. I probably have a lot of crypto friends, a lot smarter than me that uh, I try to introduce everybody to. And uh, we can pursue this this topic on your show. And I'm looking forward to some of your other topics, Al. Thank you. Thank you. And I really appreciate that. And yeah, please do. This week was just a small glimpse into cryptocurrency. As Bitcoin soars and alternate coins are not too far behind, we'll be bringing you periodic updates. So please stay tuned to the Time West Show. Buy your merch at madeitinc.myshopify.com. Any questions or concerns, send to timewestshow83 at gmail.com.